Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I am talking with Dr. Danielle Peebles. She is an author and chiropractic physician. Dr. Peebles is a trailblazer in her field, helping to tackle healthcare disparities through chiropractic care. So welcome to the show today, Dr. Danielle. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So I would love to kind of dive into your background with chiropractic work and how you got started with that. Is that something that you grew up, you know, going to a chiropractor or something that you discovered later in life? I didn't even, I've heard of chiropractic, but I had never considered it as a career. I was actually on my way to becoming a neurosurgeon. And so I was going to school pardon me, going through puberty, I guess. I, (laughs) so I was an undergrad on my track to become a neurosurgeon. I had just taken the MCATs. I was doing all the things that I needed to do to go into med school. And the summer after my junior year, I received a call from the med campus, St. Louis University's med campus for an invitation to participate in a summer enrichment program in which I was the coordinator for six weeks. What was unique about this particular opportunity was that normally it is run and operated by second year med students only. But this particular year, they could only find one second year med student to participate. So they needed someone else. And there was a person that I only recall meeting once, but he obviously was impressed by me and I heard he begged them to give me the opportunity to run this program, even though I was a junior in my undergrad, instead of anyone near the med school campus. So they said, okay, we'll give it a try. We, they obviously had a lot of confidence in what he brings to the table. So they took a chance on me and they were impressed. But what that leads me to is the conversation that I had after the program, the wife of the dean of the Office of Multicultural Affairs, often decided to have a conversation about my trajectory. She said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I told her I wanted to be a neurosurgeon. But what she didn't realize was that at that time, it was quite pivotal for me because I was changing my value system. Mm-hmm. Earlier in my undergrad, my value system priority list was career, then family. But at the time she asked me that question, it had started shifting from to shifting from career to family, where family was now number one. So she asked me, do you want to have a family? And I said, yes, I do want to have a family. She said, are you aware of the demands that both career and family would have on you? And I said, yes. And I'm a little concerned about the children not knowing me. I don't want them to know the nanny more better than me. I've seen the hand that rocks the cradle. I've seen a lot of Lifetime movies. I'm a little traumatized. So I really want <laughs> the kids to know mommy better than a nanny. Nothing against nannies. They're awesome. But I just, yeah, Lifetime was my influence at the time. That's and awesome. so she said, have you thought about being a chiropractor? And I said, well, I need one for my back. It's been hurting, but I never thought about being one. So she continued the conversation with me, she introduced me to my first chiropractor who took me to lunch. And what was even more amazing about it was this chiropractor was another African-American female. So I got a chance to see myself in a way in that position, speaking with her, seeing how 
she spoke about chiropractic. So that was my introduction to chiropractic. And then the more I did research and saw how parallel it was for me to still be in the field of neurology, working with the nervous system and the body and, and not be in neurosurgery, I fell in love even more with chiropractic and I continue to fall in love with it every day. Wow. So what is kind of your work-life balance now then? Are you able to kind of have like set hours where you're like, nope, I can shut this career off and go home? Yes. (laughs) So I had to, when it comes to describing, are you successful or what is success? Everyone's definition of success is different. And I've heard this, but when I was creating my, my life, it was hard for me to realize I was creating what my success looks Mm -hmm. like because I realized it didn't look like what they taught me in school. In school there, you're full-time running this office. It's the, it was a typical cookie cutter career setup as they had, but the way I have it as a female now, keep in mind, chiropractic is majority men. Well, it's shifting now, but it was created by men. So what they consider a successful work schedule does not necessarily correlate for a female, especially a mother who's running the practice. And so my practice, I refuse to be full time. I love it. I refuse. I ref- I, I can still make the amount of money I need in the time frame that I need to be there. But I don't want to give my whole day and a whole life to being in practice and not having the flexibility to be with my daughter when she needs me to show up at her competitive swim competitions or anything, school functions. I have the flexibility with that. And so that's my success is being able to create a balance that works for me. I teach part-time. I'm an adjunct faculty some uh, at different semesters at schools. And then I go to my office and then my evenings there for my family. I love it. I love it. And I can totally relate to that because I also kind of set my business up like that. And my husband also runs his own business. And I grew up with, I, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, but my dad was a farmer. And so I'm used to people like that's always what I've known is, you know, having that flexibility, the parent having that. And it is such a, you know, my husband started when we first had my, my oldest son, he wasn't like kind of that nine to five and wasn't able to go to like, you know, little things, little concerts or stuff like that. And so we now just appreciate that flexibility that you can have. And again, what success looks like to some people might not be, you know, what it looks like to both of us, you know, cause I am in alignment right. with you there. So thank you for sharing that just to have people know, okay, there are other ways and it doesn't have to look like maybe what you see on social media. You know, you can re-envision what it looks like for you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the specialties I know that you kind of focus on is pregnancy and postpartum. And, you know, as I was sharing with you, I have a, a little one at home, you know, kind of share a little bit about the values and the importance maybe of getting chiropractic care during pregnancy and postpartum. Well, Let's even start before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's those who are planning to become mothers who are working towards that goal. I currently have patients that there's, oh, I'm so excited about this particular story. (laughs) So there are, there are female, there are women that come to me 
just with the hopes of becoming pregnant. Some of them have had the opportunity to become pregnant and may or may not have been successful for them. And so they have sought me out, have learned about me, and they will come to my office saying, is there anything you can do to help me have a better a better journey with pregnancy into motherhood, et cetera. And I have had the opportunity to help them and in the fashion of prepping their body. Sometimes our bodies are so injured from the traumas of life, whether it's accidents, falls, weight gain, weight loss, our bodies undergo this trauma. And sometimes it impacts our ability to ovulate and menstruate, which is necessary for getting pregnant and they don't know that there's a connection necessarily between that so when they come to my office our first goal is to one balance the spine so when mm -hmm. I say balance the spine it means make sure that all the joints are lined up and they're moving appropriately mm -hmm. the second thing <clears throat> pardon me in aligning their spine there are particular areas of the lower back that directly ties to the uterus and the function of the uterus. And so my goal is making sure that segment is balanced, is lined up. If it is lined up, then it increases your opportunity for the uterus to function at its best and do what it needs to do. That's just getting prepared to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. Then there's the pregnancy. And as the baby is growing inside the mother, the muscles, <laughs> pardon me, we having bad air quality out here in St. Louis right now. Oh, <laughs> so yes, I can attacked. relate. I can relate. <laughs> they, they had bad air quality. And so back to with the pregnancy during the adjustments during pregnancy, the stress of the baby, the weight of the baby pulls differently at the muscles and the joints of the spine. Of course, with gravity. We have help there. So it's pulling. Well, getting adjusted during pregnancy allows your body to handle that stress a lot better and to also prepare you for the delivery. That's what adjustments are going to do because the muscles and the joints got to get ready so that it can open the door and the baby could come out. But if the body is in some sort of trauma, the body locks up, it tightens up because it's trying to protect whatever traumatic area of the body. So if those muscles are tight, guess who can't come out? The little baby. So the adjustments help release those muscles, make sure the joints are in their proper positioning to function as a doorway for the baby to come out, whether it's vaginal or C-section. Can okay? I stop you there for a second? Because yes, I feel yes, like sometimes yes. the chiropractic care in pregnancy, I feel like sometimes it can be like a fear. Like you're like, is this safe? So can you address maybe some people who might be like, Ooh, that sounds great. But they might in the back of the head, they're like, is this safe for me to do? Yes, 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 yes. So we have so many different techniques that allows us to treat the mom. We can treat any baby or older baby at any age in chiropractic, even with manual adjustments to other techniques. But we will only manually adjust you as far as your body can go. We're not putting you on your stomach. I know that's a concern. Positioning. We are able to adjust you seated, laying on your side. We have a lot of different ways to address a pregnant woman. And so you will definitely benefit. There's nothing to, nothing to fear. I mean, you can have your fears, but ask questions. Mm -hmm. 
Chiropractors have different techniques. Ask them about it. You will only know as long as you're in, informed about your decision. So ask questions. A lot of us are afraid to ask questions, but I encourage everyone I speak to ask the question. Is there a different way you could do it? I'm a little apprehensive of the popping sound mm. that I that I'm accustomed to hearing or seeing on TikTok. What is that about? Ask the questions mm. because everything you see on TikTok is not necessarily accurate and it's not it's not the description of every chiropractor. Mm. And are there people who specialize, like if someone's pregnant or in that postpartum, should you be seeking out someone who, Hey, this is my focus versus maybe someone who generalizes in everything. So not necessarily that you can, you could go to someone who who's general, you could go to one who specializes there. The other difference is that you didn't mention is those that go to sports. So the ones mm. that focus on sports may not be the one you want to go to for pregnancy. Okay. <laughs> More so, like you can still go to a general chiropractor, but if if all they are seeing are athletes, that may or may not be the doctor you want to go to unless that's someone you've been with since forever. Then, I mean, we're all taught how to take care of all ages. Okay. It's just, what does that doctor tend to focus on in their practice? Okay. That would make a difference. Okay. That makes sense. And then, yeah, let's kind of run out with the postpartum for not only the mama, but maybe the babies as well. Absolutely. So postpartum is definitely where it's at, where it's most necessary (laughs) because mommy is undergoing a huge adjustment, a huge shift emotionally, physically, mentally. I am not who I was just 12 hours ago before I had this baby. I am not this person. So that is a shock to us. And and, and it can be very traumatizing. It can be very difficult to deal with as you also got to care for this baby. You got to keep alive now. It's a lot. So our body can't hold that stress and it is seen in the muscles. It's seen in the Mm -hmm. joint position. You may have had a traumatic delivery. Mm -hmm. Chiropractic will help put those joint spaces back in place and let those muscles begin to relax and heal. But what is so important about the joints being back in place or lined up? I keep saying this over and over. The the importance of that is the nerves that come between those joint spaces are what controls every function in the body. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to get the bleeding to heal, if you're trying to get even any sutures you may have had to have and cuts those to heal those nerves also come out throughout the spine before Mm -hmm. they get to the area that is impacted Mm -hmm. so getting adjusted with that is there like a certain like uh like two weeks postpartum or like kind of range like that that you like to see people in oh no as soon as you can get to the office if you can get there within a couple days of coming home okay get adjusted Perfect. I'm getting just the baby. I'm my youngest patient is less than a week old, but we can adjust you within hours wow. of delivery. Wow. And I will say from personal, like my son, we went to craniosacral with him after he was born because he had a tongue tie and a lip tie. And um the holistic dentist has suggested that that or chiropractic care. And I just happened to find a um craniosacral a little bit closer and was I could get on our schedule faster. But I'm like, wow, after seeing after seeing the experience with that, I'm like, I, 
I will recommend this to anyone who just had a baby because you, just as you had said, the baby went through trauma and you could think, you know, they came out, no matter how they came out, their little bodies need that adjustment. And he was so much happier and he was like balled up, fist up, like just everything was tight. And then after the adjustments, it was open and just like, ah, absolutely. That's, oh my goodness. What you just described is what I love about my field. That's what I love doing every day. You come in, you're tightened and balled up because you're hurt and you're trying to protect it. You don't want to move it. You don't want anything to touch it. But once it is in place and you know the body can do the rest from here, you can relax and you can breathe easier. It's so important, especially with the breathe easier part. The oxygen got to get everywhere to help move the blood and circulate and keep those areas working. Oxygen is necessary. So there are so many levels, so many things we could talk about, so many aspects we can cover on the necessity and the impact of chiropractic on pregnancy, postpartum, and preparing for pregnancy. I love that. And is there any, if someone's listening, they're like, oh, I didn't get, do it right away with my kiddo. You know, it's, there's still benefits, even if they're maybe six months old, you know, they can still kind of adjust and work through those. Then yes. And the reason there are still benefits is because nursing. We have the different digestive issues going on here. Are you on breast milk? Are you having trouble with your your flow? Adjustments will help you improve your flow for breast breast breastfeeding. I didn't know that. But That's what cool. if you have to transition to the powder milk, the the formula? The formula. If you have to prepare, if you have to transition the baby from breast milk to formula, the digestive system may be a little reluctant. Well, if you're getting adjusted, that can kind of help that digestive system push that out for the baby versus the baby remaining constipated, et cetera. So of course, address the dietary part, the nutrition part, but make sure the spine is lined up so the joints can tell the organs what to do, when to do it. Hmm. That's so cool. Now, what about, you know, for people with menstrual cycles? Um, I know I had seen that it can help with cramps and menstrual cycle complaints. How does that kind of work? Oh my goodness. So I have a story. If you have time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let me tell you about this story. I, women now in my practice, my female patients, they do not go into their cycle without getting adjusted the week of, or sometime within the seven days before their menstrual cycle starts. Even if it's the day it starts, they come in there. Why? Because they notice that the flow is lighter. They are a day shorter sometimes on average. They're not cramping. They're not moody. They can function. Sometimes their cycles have come on and they were like, oh, I didn't even know it was here. I forgot today was the day it was supposed to come because it's a more pleasant experience. So they love that. But let me tell you about those who are struggling. I had a 50-year-old female who was having heavy, heavy, heavy menstrual cycles for two years. And she she was bleeding nonstop. The time I met her at that point, she had been menstruating for two months nonstop. Oh my gosh. She was 50, okay? That's that's not where you want to be. No. But she came to me. She had tried all the other different methods and she was dropping clots the size of fetus. 
how do I know? She said, she showed me a picture. And when she showed me the picture, I was like, whose fetus is that? She said, no, those are the clots. That's those, the clots I'm dropping per day, seven of those. I was like, wow. from where? How? I mean, this was crazy. She was wearing the extreme uh, overnight pads inside of the Depends that she oh, was changing. She was changing the Depends four times a day. Oh, heavy. And so she came to me and I said, okay, let's, let's, let's start working on this. So the first adjustment, and this is not necessarily everyone's response results, but after her first adjustment, she stopped clotting that night. Wow. She immediately stopped clotting, but it did return, but smaller. And so over the next couple of days, the clots became fewer and smaller However, chiropractic cannot return the blood to her. So she still needed to go get an iron transfusion, blood transfusion. But because her body was now lined up, her spine was lined up, all the joints were in place and everything everything can function. Once they returned the blood to her, she was back to normal for her, which meant she was able to go into menopause. And she has been happy since her edges grew back. I mean, the loss of blood does affect your hairline. She had lost her edges. She had lost her color. When she came back in, I was like, oh, you're not pale. She was looking <laughs> ghostly. Now that I know the difference, she was quite ghostly. Yeah. And I said, like, oh, welcome back to life. Oh. And so menstrual cycles Yes, we have the medications to help us and, and that is wonderful. We need that. There's a time and place for everything. But do not forget that there are injuries that we may undergo that can also impact our menstrual cycles. In her case, she was a nurse. She was handling a person and she fell on her knees. She fell, hurt her back, her knees at work. And then from then on, that's when the menstrual cycles were all kind of crazy and they just got worse and worse and worse. Wow. That is so interesting. Cause that's one of the things I specialize in is the menstrual cycle. So that's such a fascinating story. I had no idea that chiropractic care could help like that. And just hearing that story, that's, oh, and especially if she had that, you know, the trauma of hitting the knees and just stuff like that can, you know, bump things out of place. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I encourage my women to, sometimes I do this challenge. Hey, let's say you didn't get to me the week prior to your menstrual cycle. I say, Come in while you're cramping because I have been able to minimize the cramps while they're on a the table. It's not something that you have to get adjusted and wake up for hours. Sometimes you do have to wake up for hours, depending on what's going on with your body. But a lot of women, I've been able to either shut it off or turn the volume down very low on their cramps while they're still on my table in my office. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, that kind of segues, I guess, into the next one with, you know, Coming in for like, I know you had said this, that you specialize this or wanted to talk about this, but like injuries during sex or maybe painful sex and chiropractic care can help for that. Cause I know this is something that maybe people don't talk about or are embarrassed yeah. to share. Um, you know, cause I've actually, I've heard it in my practice as well. And it's something that people are kind of like, you know, I, I have dryness or, you know, things like that, where it's not always something that we share with friends. So how, you know, how can chiropractic care maybe help with that? Well, even with dryness, there there's a signal somewhere in the body that's creating a dehydration crisis. And a lot of times that area is near the bra line. So women, we think it's our bras. 
And we're like, oh, it's so painful. It's tight. And we're always quick to take those bras off. But that area is very much connected to the area that's going to help you with your sexual reproductive system. And so having that area lined up is going to impact your water, the dehydration, pardon me, as well as the sexual reproductive system. So yes, getting adjusted will help you with the dryness. Getting adjusted will help you with discomfort. That's going to create the the le- the lack of desire for sex anyway if you're in pain. So getting those areas addressed overall is going to help. And then there are people who like to do extracurricular activities with their mouths. And so <clears throat> chiropractic will help line your jaw back up. Mm. Sometimes your jaws get injured in whatever activity you may be doing or however so with adjustments you can get the jaw line back up if that's lined back up then it's going to take the tension out of the shoulders the neck and work its way down there are so many benefits all over our hips we need the hips for a circular figure eight forward back we need the hips the hips need to be lined up but we can also be injured during sex i just recently had a patient come in she said my back was feeling great i don't understand why i'm hurting today and i said Okay, we'll lay down. Let's check you out. So I'm going through her body and I see things are not, there are areas that needed to be addressed that I had cleared up mm. several adjustments ago. Yes, your body tells on you. Okay, you can't hide. <laughs> it archives everything. So I was like, you sure you didn't do anything because your hips are now. And then she thought about it. She said, oh, my my husband and I had sex this morning. Could that possibly have been it? I was like, that is absolutely it. Did you stretch before you went into this sexual activity? She said, no, it was morning. Exactly. So your hips were tight and then now your joints are all out of place. Now I got to put them back in. You're fine. You can go to Zumba tonight. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. And she oh. was like, really? I said, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that you shared the body, you know, could t- tell on you because like my son at the craniosacral like sometimes so he had his tongue tie reverse and then the next session she was like oh you could just tell you know everything body was tight keeping it in and then the next week he came and it was like I'm open like I she told me she's like no we're on now a hey come when you feel like he's getting tense again and so I'm like this is so cool I mean just how the body body workers could see it maybe more so than you know, your average person, but it, in your average person, you're gonna be like, Oh, I'm tight. I feel off. Like that's kind of your tell of, Hey, I might need to come back in and get an adjustment. Absolutely. I'm glad you said that. So that's segue into the people who says I'm not hurting. Why should I go to the chiropractor? Mm. And I've explained to people, it's not the pain that says, ouch, that necessarily tells you to go to the chiropractor. It's the pain of dysfunction. Mm. What do I mean by dysfunction? Are you having headaches several times a week or several times a month? That's not normal. That's your indicator. Are you noticing blurry vision, but you went to the eye doctor. They say, I see just fine, but it's my vision is blurry. Yes, come in. Those are your sinuses. Mm. Have you noticed that you're getting winded going up the steps that you've been going up all these years? All of a sudden, and, and then you try to explain it away and say, well, maybe I gained a little weight. No, maybe you didn't. And you need to have your back lined up. What if you notice I'm belching more or I'm having more acid reflux? I'm popping tums like candy now. These are dysfunctions 
And this will send you, This is these are indications of going to the chiropractor to see what else is going on. Yes, it's easy to pop the tums. We're not telling you not to pop the tums. We're just saying, check out the spine because there is something else going on. Mm. Mm. Yes. Know, let me, I just thought about this. Let me share this, please. Yeah. When we're ladies, we may notice a little dribble. We're like, oh my goodness, did I just laugh and something come out? of my bladder, like leakage indicator, go to the chiropractor. Mm. Yes, you can go do your keels, but there could be, there is a certain area in your lower back that goes to the function of the bladder. Or if you're finding that you have a recurring UTIs, go check out your chiropractor. I'm not saying go to the chiropractor only for your UTIs, go in conjunction to the medical doctor to get your medication for it. Get adjusted. It's going to help you heal quicker. Mm. Yes. I love that. And that's, I've had people, you know, many clients go to chiropractors, you know, with care, you know, in massage, I'm thinking of, I have a lot of people who traps tend to be tight. And then when it gets really bad, it starts to get into that jawline and the TMJ starts to kick in. So when you had said that with the jaw and, you know, the shoulders, I'm like, oh yeah, I see a ton of that. And so would that be kind of the signal? Like, okay, maybe you're starting to feel a little tense here hey, let's get in before it creeps into other body parts. Absolutely. I agree with that. And I tell my patients, if you're noticing a tightness or pain that's lasting three days, nonstop, it's been there for three days, you need to come in. You need Mm. to come in. If it's been there for more than three days, come on in. Mm, I like that. Well, I know you've also, you know, written a book. And, um, I would love for you to share a little bit about, I've also authored a couple of different books and I would love for you to first start with like, how was the journey of writing a book? How did you make the time? How did you get the inspiration? That's actually a very interesting story too, because <laughs> things have happened, uh, kind of like, wow, how did that come about? So as a young girl I was always writing short stories like if the teacher became boring I started writing a story when I was in school grade school (laughs) so all of my classmates knew me as the one who wrote short stories okay I called them short stories they were like no this is a novella this has (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) so one year while I was in practice this is close to the beginning one of my good friends from school, he's a motivational speaker and author himself. So he writes a book. I go to his book signing and he says, I'm not even the author for real. You are. When are you going to write your book? I was like, I don't have anything to write about. I'm not writing a book. He said, yes, you do. Yes, you do. You have a story. You need to tell it. I'm thinking, sure, okay, I'll be an author. So I'm begrudgingly coming back to this author side of me because grad school can take it out of you. Just take all your creativity, okay? It drains you. So I'm thinking, no, I'm not. I'm not into the authoring. So after I see him, I was tutoring for a program called Upper Bound Program. I don't even know why I was in this particular classroom. I was there to be the math tutor. Okay, that's how I'm running from this literary world. I was there to be a math tutor because I love math. That's my passion. But yet I was sitting in the English classroom this particular morning. I don't know why I'm sitting in the English classroom. Clearly I was lost. So I'm sitting there in the back of the classroom. The English teacher is talking to the English tutor in the front of the classroom. Why am I there? And I'm 
just on my phone. And they were having a conversation. The teacher stops. I remember her distinctly stopping the conversation, looks at me, and she said, God told me to ask you when you're going to write that book. Uh, I was like, uh, excuse me? I wasn't even in the conversation. Remember? I wasn't in the conversation. She was like, God told me to, to ask you when you're going to write that book. Did you know like, them? She didn't even know I was a writer. She knew I was there as a math tutor. I wow. was confused. I was like, wow. I was making faces like, I don't know what she's talking about. So I see her and I say, oh, okay. And I have a conversation. I don't have remember how the conversation ends. But about three, four months later, I had just moved my practice into a new location. Come out the door and come around the corner. It's the same teacher who didn't even know I was in the building. I had only been in this building a week, ma'am. She comes around the corner and she sees me. She said, oh, have you written that book yet? What is going on here? Okay, I am being harassed about a book. I don't even know what's in me. So I said, okay, I'm I'm working on it. Am I? I'm working on it. So I said, okay, I want to write a book about women's issues. I was like, this is boring. I don't even want to read the book. So I don't. <laughs> so I'm having all these journeys. Then one day I'm sitting in a chiropractic conference. This is not, this is, Okay, this is showing some bad side here. I'm going to share it. I'm going to be transparent. So I'm sitting in this conference. At this particular conference, all the topics were things I knew. So I'm just sitting here just collecting hours. I was like, oh, I don't really need to hear this. But it was in that conference that I wrote the beginning of the book. I was sleep, wake up, and was writing. It was like I was on fire, and I was writing the whole book, and then I was exhausted, so then I fall asleep again, and then I was like, oh, okay, I'm up again, and I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. <laughs> that was the whole weekend that I wrote the beginning, the the bones of this book, and then from there, I just developed it over time and kept rewriting, and to the story, adding details, editing, so that's how the story came about, but... <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing is normal. Nothing is typical with me. Okay. I'm like, how do I come up with these? <laughs> so as I wrote the story and it, it starts to develop, I became more and more excited about it because it was a story for everyone, not just a story for women. Mm -hmm. It was a story for men. And I decided to cover how chiropractic benefits the sexual reproductive system not just sex. So it draws you in with sex sent me to the chiropractor, but you're learning about the benefits of chiropractic on erectile dysfunction, postpartum, menstrual cycles, pregnancy, miscarriages, people trying to be sexy, and then people who are injured during sex. So all of that, you're following the storyline of love blooming, people falling out of love, and new friendships. All of that is in the book. So it's a fun read. I love it. And can we get it on Amazon or your website? Yes, you can go to both. You can go to Amazon and type in Sex Sent Me to the Chiropractor by Dr. Danielle Peebles. Or you can go to my website, which is stlprohealth.com and order it there. STL is because I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> so stlprohealth.com. I love that. And is there anywhere else that you like to hang out social media wise where people can connect with you? I try to be cool. So you may find me. <laughs> I try I try to be pretty cool here. So you can find me on Instagram under Dr. Danny P. 
And that's Danny with two N's. So D-R-D-A-N-N-I P as in my last name at yahoo.com for my email, but it's also Dr. Danny P at Instagram, Dr. Danny P at Facebook. I try to be cool on Twitter, but I, I just don't tweet. I don't have a Twitter anymore. I had it and I deleted it and then I just never went back. <laughs> I, was, I was like, this this isn't it. This, no. no. So those are the places you can find me. But you have more engagement on my website than Instagram. You will see things on Instagram. But to get to know me as the doctor and just get a feel for me, my website is definitely the landing page for that. Perfect. Well, I just have one final question for you today, then I like to throw out a weekly challenge to the listeners. And then when I have a guest on, I have you throw out the challenge. So what would you like that challenge to be for everyone this week? Okay. So here's my weekly challenge for you. You really do not have an idea what your overall health is, unless you know what your spinal health is. So I challenge you to give chiropractic a a chance, go get a chiropractor and see what you can learn about your body. I love it. And we have not had that one. So perfect. And I will say my dad um, has benefited greatly through the years um, from chiropractic care because he had a slip disc and, you know, being a farmer, it's intense work. And so if he can't walk, it's not great. And so he found a wonderful chiropractic um, and he lives in a small town, but there was a neighboring town that had a great guy and was able to help my dad through, you know, kind of all of that until he needed some injections because he was like, he was honest. He was like, I've I've reached the point where we can't do any more with adjustments. You're gonna have to get the cortisone shot. You know, my dad appreciated that. He's like, thank you for, you know, being honest first, trying to, you know, piecemeal (laughs) me together. And I think that's, you know, that's where you find good chiropractic care too. Just knowing, Hey, you know, this is where our limits are and we'll pass you on. But he had such great, um, you know, process with him through the years. I went to him for headaches and he was like, I I went once and he was like, you don't really need to come back because the, I got it at a Tim, I think it was a Timberwolves game and they did the little spine thing. I don't know if they still do this, but they did a reading of the spine. And then they said, this is off. I don't know if those are accurate or not. Maybe you can speak to that before we hop off. But, you know, he had said, oh, you don't, you know, you're not really as bad as I think they were trying to tell you you were. He's like, we just did a quick, you should be okay. Yeah. And have you been fine since? Yeah. I mean, and that was years ago. And I have, I went back, one of my friends locally here is a chiropractor. And so when you were saying postpartum, I was like, I really should go see her. Cause I think that might help, um, you know, with yes. everything after birth. So I'm like, especially with sleeping who needs, oh. who needs sleep, right? Well, shoot. I didn't know chiropractic care can help with sleep too. I mean, you are, yes. you are selling me on it. I need to go and make an appointment. <laughs> Absolutely. See? <laughs> This was a wonderful conversation. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dr. Danielle. And, um, and where is your office located in case anyone is local to you? Yes, I do have people that actually fly in to come be treated. So don't let the distance discourage you come here, visit the arch, visit St. Louis, but also visit my office. Give me at least three visits in a week while you're here. We're located in the Delmar Loop area, which is a great tourist spot. Uh, we're at 5621 Delmar Boulevard, Suite 106, St. Louis, Missouri, 63112. If you would love to book an appointment or to have a conversation, you can reach me at area code 314 
607-907-9150. And we look forward to hearing from you. We have people come as far as Colombia, South America. We have people from New York, Texas. I've had people from Florida come in. I even had an opportunity to work with Mr. Titus O'Neill from WWE. I'm wow. Come on in. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us and check out her book as well. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. <laughs>